Hello and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a 7th Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. How are you, T? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Yeah? We're drinking tea with tea. I know. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Hold oh, on. yeah. Let's try this. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited about this episode. Yeah, like we're we're near the end, like literally just right before the finish line of the season of this season <laughs> of this season because we still have season 11. But Ugh. we got time. <laughs> yeah. No, it's time this to... Is, it's all good, man. This is episode 1021, yeah. which, holy shit, we're here, mm-hmm. titled Goodbye. Part one. Part one. And the Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is the Camdens prepare for Simon's wedding. Ah. Okay. Short and sweet. So, basically, all of the drama from the last episode is over Ba-ba. because... This wedding is happening. She has her building. Annie. Yeah. She has her building. The curse is gone. Right. And so ostensibly or ostensibly what's happening in this episode and I guess the the final one um, in the next episode, because this is a two parter, Mm -hmm. is truly a wrap up to the series. You can tell that the nostalgia factor is like strong. Yeah. Because it starts off right off the bat with like flashback central. Mm hmm. Flashback to, I think it's the first episode where um, Annie and Eric are all like canoodly in bed, but then like one by one, each of the kids comes in and like interrupts them. And then (laughs) Matt has to be parent number three and be like, "Um, you guys, it's Saturday when mom and dad sleep in and they all like shuffle out of there to like leave Eric and Annie with their privacy (laughs) to get it on. (laughs) You know, we should pepper in our first recording into this. <laughs> I, I wish I could care enough to do that. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Um, it's not that I don't care enough. It's just like, why? why? <laughs> it's, not, why? it's not even the end of the series. Like, who cares? <laughs> I know. My God, I can't I even know. imagine. Like, they got that call saying, guys, you got to come back for another season. It's so crazy, too, because like, well... I don't want to get into it just yet. It's fine. But um, yeah, like they were fully in wrap up mode. Like, yeah, you don't do flashbacks to your first ever episode if you're not ready to be done. That's what. And then Annie has that whole moment where she's like, I feel like up until um, my mom gave us the news that she was dying, like our life was just so easy. And so like. Like, I had never really grown up until she died. And, like, yeah. that's when... My, and mind you, because she died, like, when the season, when the series exactly. started. So, essentially, these last 10 years have been Annie, like, growing up. Like, yeah. being, like, a woman and, like, stuff. Like, like in her mind, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, what a, what an interesting way to frame it, you yeah. know, from her perspective of, like... Without the guidance like of her mother. Yeah, like, it all started with, now I'm on my own in the world without my mom. Mm-hmm. And look at how much how far she's come and what she's done like she's raised all these kids and yeah. you know like sent them on their way and now she's like starting on this new chapter of her life where she's gonna run this whole business thing and, yeah you know kick ass and like it's a cool thing for annie i think yeah. to have that moment of like oh shit like my life really only began 10 years ago and like here we are you know yeah and yeah. for all the times that we've seen annie try something not try do something but Ah, God, it, it, it's like you don't 
I don't want to offend anybody or not offend, but she does something and then she doesn't stick it out. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is exciting for her. I think, I think the other things that she's tried to embark upon were passions, but they weren't like a calling. Yeah. And for whatever reason, this feels like her calling like to help young mothers, young single mothers who need a leg up in the world, you know, and help them get access to the resources that they need and go out into the world and be successful. Like that feels like what Annie's always done. Mm hmm behind the scenes with her own kids or her kids friends or whatever and um really something that she's like gonna kick ass at yeah i know love doing this is exciting actually i'm excited it's it's almost like she was in school for 10 years for this yeah for this opportunity exactly so it's cool what a very cool way to put it to you i really enjoyed that um yeah so anyway so she and eric get it on whatever (laughs) i'm glad we didn't have to see much of it (laughs) yeah Um, i did yeah keep it keep it g guys um so then but then like they're all like getting dressed afterwards Mm -hmm. and she's all even more into it and i'm just like jesus annie keep it in your pants dude i i i I wrote down like that good huh she just can't contain herself she's like freshly showered he's like literally putting his shirt on and she like unbuttons it as yeah. he's buttoning it whatever we won't go into the details you guys can just watch it if you're so inclined um <laughs> i even wrote stop it now i know i wrote ew <laughs> ew <laughs> um so then then we cut over to simon and rose mm-hmm. who Simon is like asleep and then Rose comes in in the middle of the morning because what we didn't explain is like this, the day, like this day is the day before Rose and Simon's wedding. So it's the day of their rehearsal. Everyone's going to be gathering Mm -hmm. and they're going to be at the church, do the church run through. And then they're going to have like a little bit like, like a little dinner at the hall, excuse me, at the hall in the hotel. Yeah. So Rose comes over to Simon's to just like, check in with him kind of thing because she's gonna she's gonna leave now like early in the morning to go down to pick up Umberto to go to the hotel wait for her parents and like they're gonna mm-hmm. regroup them and stuff like there and then Simon's gonna go down a, a little bit later to group up with his family and everything yeah so she comes in and she sits down and she's like okay oh my god it's the day before our wedding how exciting whatever also I have something to tell you I may be pregnant and yeah i'm late (laughs) yeah well yeah she says i'm late and he's like such an idiot he's like okay we'll go then (laughs) such an idiot remember whenever we were considering how they had sex yeah okay so clearly they have yeah but then she says i told you we were taking a risk so what did they just do it the one time like yesterday or something seriously like when did they have sex yeah. i need to know like you're like give me all the details not all of them but some like, like when did you guys start yeah that's what i want to know like have yeah. they been having sex it to me it sounds like they just had sex once mm-hmm. recently yeah and because that's when she says like i told you we were taking a risk you know and he's like yeah i guess we took a risk here we are and then he kind of gets all like like he he like takes a minute, but then he's like excited about it. He's like, Oh my God, like, like that's great. I mean, we, we knew we wanted to have kids anyway. Like, yeah. 
who cares? It's a little bit earlier than we wanted, but it's not like I don't want to have them with you. So yeah. Whatever. He's like, he's saying, he's saying all the things he needs to say kind of thing. Yeah. And then like sends her out the door and she says like, she doesn't want to know for sure until after the wedding, like whatever's going to happen mm-hmm. is going to happen, whatever. So she leaves and he immediately flips out yeah and starts and, li- and flips in the literally flips over <laughs> and um and starts praying to god mm-hmm. saying how he's always been there for him in the past flashback to when he was a little boy praying for a dog yeah um god has always been there for him and like be there for him now because he's not ready for this and isn't not sign up for this and yeah really just needs to get out of this somehow and thinks like, you know, like I've made a major mistake or whatever. Yeah. And so the question is, is, is he talking about the baby thing or about the rose thing in general? Yeah. I don't know. And I think they purposely left it vague like that. Yeah. Like it's a little all at once. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, what have I gotten myself into? What's happening? Like, I wasn't even sure I wanted to be with her and marry her. And now all of a sudden I'm having a kid with her. Like, what the fuck? Mm. And yeah so it's like do 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 he had another scare happen (sighs) i know so then we cut over to rose and umberto yeah and she's like pacing the room freaking out about the fact that she might be pregnant it's true which i felt was a little shocking because I didn't expect her to be freaked out about it. I thought I kind of got the sense that like she was into the idea Mm -hmm. and she's like, oh, my God, what have we done? Like, what have I gotten myself into? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be pregnant, whatever. Yeah. She's like flipping out about it, too. But she's flipping out about it to Umberto. Yeah, like, I know. Why would you put on a brave face to Simon? Like, at least then you guys could be on the same page about it's too soon. No, we don't want to have this kid. Mm. So stupid. And it's because in the snow globe, we don't talk about abortions. That's why. Oh, uh, yeah. Because if no we so lived bad. in a world where abortions could happen, then the conversation could be. Oh my God! What 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 have we done? Fuck! You're not you don't want this either. Me neither. Let's just get rid of it so that we don't have to deal with it because neither of us are ready to deal with it. Yeah. But in the conversation where where we don't talk about abortions, yeah. all you can do is freak out about something that that is just an inevitability one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's kind of like the stakes are so low because yeah. like I don't care either you are or you aren't. Like whatever you know, like True. No, like nothing's gonna change. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, like you're either gonna have this baby or you're not gonna have this baby if you're not pregnant. You know, so she's flipping out about it. Umberto's there. Then all of a sudden, the conversation becomes, "Why am I not the one that you're marrying?" Yeah, because like, why is Simon the one that you're marrying? Mm-hmm. And Rose flips the script on him once again and is like. Dude, because I, you were supposed to be the one that I married. Yeah. You ruined it all when you left me all those years ago because you and I had been together. You were the only person I ever had sex with. It should have been like that. We should have gotten married and whatever, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, I was 19. You were 18. And I'm like, okay, so what are they now, 20? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, ooh, so much time has passed. But when, when they're having that talk, a part of me... Um, wondered if umberto was gonna get spooked 
to see like because oh, she's pregnant no well not only if she was pregnant or isn't whatever um the way she talks about how we're supposed to be married i only wanted to have sex with you anyway and but uh-huh. like it, it sounds really crazy and it's very emotional <laughs> where i was like i wonder if he's getting spooked or he's like oh shit what what was i thinking when it oh, comes no. to rose oh no, no he's he really into down it. on it yeah he's he into it full-on kisses her dude yeah he kisses her he kisses her mm-hmm. and she's like okay now you have to go yeah. like like as if she can just write this off as comical <laughs> like yeah she you know she felt something too because right after he left she whistled which was the signal that he yeah. wanted her to make if she wanted him to interrupt the wedding she was practicing yeah dude <laughs> she she full-on whistled in that moment that kiss meant something to her yeah and yet she's not telling him like this whole thing is so infuriating. <laughs> like, it's just three idiots yeah. being idiots mm-hmm. and not telling each other how they really feel. Yeah. None of them. No. Like, Rose needs to sack up and tell Simon that she's having doubts. Yeah. And then she needs to sack up and tell Umberto that she's not completely over him and that she still has feelings for him. Yeah. Simon needs to sack up and be like, tell Rose that he's having doubts. Yeah. And Umberto needs to sack up and tell both of Rose and Simon that he's not going anywhere, that he really loves Rose. Yeah. And if she will have him, he wants to give it an honest go with her. Like Annie might, Annie isn't sticking to the plan that she made with Umberto, but Umberto is still sticking through it. <laughs> which, which is his right. Yeah. But he's not doing it forcefully enough. And I don't mean forcefully. I mean, like, he's not doing it intentionally enough. Yeah. With, with enough intention behind it. Like, yeah. just, like fucking point blank the both of them and tell them, you guys, I am desperately in love with Rose and I want to be with her and make this work. Baby, no baby. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He, cause it's the truth. We can yeah. tell he fucking he wants desperately her. wants to be with her. If you use those words and then, and then if Simon and Rose also use the words to each other, I have doubts. I'm not sure. Yeah. The problem solves itself. Y'all mm-hmm. there's no problem. Yeah. But they're creating the drama in a way that's like unrealistic. Like no one talks like this. No one is this unsure and not not saying something yeah like what is happening here yeah it's true like and why are they so afraid to tell each other that they're that they have doubts why would you be so afraid of that i mean i i kind of understand maybe rose because she's so desperate for love she doesn't want to like lose the chance of having love with Simon by, 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 by giving it up and saying, I have doubts. Yeah. But then Simon, like what's his excuse? Cause he's not desperate, mm. you know, at least, at least he's never appeared to be. Maybe he's just afraid of hurting people's feelings. Maybe he, I don't buy it. I know. I know. I, I don't know what excuse to give because there isn't one. He's just a sad sorry pathetic that's, boy that's it. you're right i guess he is he is those things and that's his problem like own up to it dude if you're not ready you're not ready yeah. call it a fucking day I you know. had six months to understand that you are not ready i know you Such are trying idiot. to pay off that ring you are taking incomplete classes come on they're both such idiots they're all just about we, we've said this before yeah. they're all just a bunch of idiots I mean, they're babies. I know. That's the other part, too, that's, like, so heartbreaking. Here's the thing. This marriage could have worked if they both wanted it. The thing is, they don't. 
So that's neither why everyone's them, like, come on. Neither of them are here? sure about it. Yeah. So they're just like, it's like they're just trying to like convince themselves yeah. that they're sure by like, they're, they're like playing games of chicken with themselves. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> why? Like we've seen other, like we hear that there are people that get married at that age, but like they have it like with real conviction. Yeah. I am in love with this person. I'm going to marry them. All right. Which, but these two? Sure. But yeah, these two? No. What are you doing? The only thing that Simon is able to say with conviction, and at this point I believe him, is that he loves Rose. Because oh, mm-hmm. he always comes back to that. Like, anytime he waffles about marrying her or whatever, it's yeah. always like, but I love her. Like, yeah. I like I do love her. And I believe that. Yeah, I, I believe that they actually love each other. Yeah, They're just, I was going to say, I believe that Rose also loves him. Yeah. I just think that it's a little tougher with Rose, or tougher on Rose, because I also think that she genuinely still has feelings for Umberto. And with Umberto, it's like, it's that nostalgia thing of like, what could have been, yeah. all their shared history, all, yeah. the, all the family involvement that they had with, with each other and stuff. Like, yeah. So for her, it's like her love is split into two different directions, you yeah. know? Ugh, it's such a mess. Mm-hmm. So long story short, this rehearsal is like in full swing. Yeah. every Everything's going or everything's happening. Um, we meet. So, so the way that they do it is like, we know that they went to church yeah. to do the church rehearsal, mm-hmm. but we don't see it. Yeah. We cut straight to afterwards at the hotel dinner mm-hmm. reception thing um, where everybody's there except for Rose and Simon who yeah. stopped at the house real quick to drop off Happy. Mm-hmm. So everyone else is already there. Annie, Eric, Ruthie, the twins, yeah. Lucy and Kevin mm-hmm. and Rose's parents. Yeah. So we've already met her dad. But we hadn't met her mom up to this yeah. point, who I love that doesn't get a name. It's just Rose's mom yeah. in the credits. Like, come on, people. Anyway, so Rose's mom and Annie um, have this, like, moment <laughs> where they're chatting. Yeah. And, like, Rose's mom is, like, full on talking shit about Rose, yeah. dude. I think I'm a little nervous. You know, wasn't it scary to see the two of them up in front of the church? I mean, even though it's just a rehearsal, the real thing is going to happen in 24 hours. I do think they're going to go through with it. And I I, I want them to go through with it. Simon loves Rose. He does. And we love her, too. She's okay. Have a drink. Listen up. Tell me about your marriage. She's okay? She's a little needy, a little insecure. (laughs) She thinks that marriage is going to solve that. She's wrong. Did she tell you that she's late? Simon did mention it. She could be lying. Lying? Why would she lie about a thing like that? Oh, I don't know. Just to make absolutely sure that Simon really does marry her. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's from her mom, dude. (laughs) The worst part about it is how this mom thinks she has absolutely nothing to do with why her daughter is the way she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a little needy. She's okay. Like, but it, that just I tells know. you she she really she didn't bond care. with her daughter. Never. I know. That's it. She just never bonded with her. Which then begs the question, like, if her mom was absent from her life, mm-hmm. is she responsible for Rose being the way she is? Like, she wasn't raised by her mom. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. was she? I guess she was raised by her parents. They just traded her off any chance they yeah. got. Okay, I mean, that's true. Okay, yeah. I forgot about that fact. Because like, it wasn't like she was raised by a nanny or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think if she had a nanny, 
Yeah, things will be different. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Dude. Yeah, her mom's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And she's just drinking and drinking. Drink up. Mind Listen you, up. tell Annie me about your marriage. Drinking yeah, dude. As a result, too, because the mom, Rose's mom, starts like prying and asking all these like intimate questions. And, and he's like, I can't deal. My favorite moment is when um, Annie's mom. I mean, not Annie's mom, Rose's mom mentions to her about like menopause or whatever. Oh, yeah. And Annie's like, oh, I love menopause. It's like a license to live. It's so good. <laughs> that line was the best. Was I was so like, great. oh, I got, oh, I'm it curious. Great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because she was not. She went through a moment. Yeah. She, she went, went through, through it, it dude. That's it was right. it was fun. She came out the other end. Yeah. Everything's fine. But I love that. I love that phase of Annie yeah. where she was just like, let it all hang out, mm-hmm. baby. I feel like she finally came into herself yeah. when she hit menopause and like was able to like have opinions and share yeah. them and like not be tripping about being a minister's wife and shit, you know? like She's funny, dude. She's great. A license to live. <laughs> so she's drinking eric's like um you want maybe not one is not drink so much and she's yeah. like nope and yeah he keeps drinking um because rose's mom got in her head right yeah meanwhile eric and her dad are talking mm-hmm. <laughs> and the, okay i want to talk about this because i feel like this conversation is way more interesting yes between the dads so basically the dad says a lot of the same things like you know, I think she's faking being pregnant, whatever. Yeah. And um, I don't want them to get married. And like, I just, I, I tried to convince her not to do it. Yeah. Which we saw, we were there for that. Yeah. And then Eric's like, oh no, sorry. The dad's like, I tried to convince them not to do it. I told her maybe just like live together first or whatever. Yeah. And Eric's like, oh yeah, I don't do that. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't believe in that. And, but the dad's like, okay, but don't you think like they, they would have like broken up by now if they had just lived together and then it would have been over and none of this would be happening. Yeah. Like all we did was just like delay the inevitable mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's like Eric has to sit with that for a minute. Yeah. Because he's not wrong. No. Like he's not. Like and I can't believe Eric is so against living together mm-hmm. that he's still like that that he's gonna double down and be like yeah, but this marriage has more of a chance of lasting because they didn't live together first. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> like, this marriage is doomed. Yeah, and, regardless. And it's because neither of these two people are being honest with each other. And maybe if they lived together for a while, they could have been honest with each other earlier. Mm. True. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's interesting. <laughs> but meanwhile, but, n- they're not there. Like, yeah. they still have not shown up to their own fucking rehearsal dinner yeah and it's leaving everybody to just like get drunk and air out a bunch of dirty laundry mm-hmm. that doesn't need to be aired like kevin and lucy come up to her parents at some point yeah and um they're they're just trying to be like nice and fun and whatever they're like oh yeah we're expecting we just found out the sex with the baby but we don't want to say anything till after the wedding yeah whatever. and they're like okay cool like they don't give a shit no not <laughs> like, at all you know it's just funny because whenever you're talking about like Simon and um, them living together, I forget that Simon also didn't want to live with Rose though. And he got Eric 
But that's only because she like burst into his space without them ever talking about it. That's true. Yeah. She she made the place hers, made it very feminine at some point. She just decided she's moving in. Yeah. And it was never a conversation. It was never something that they agreed to. She just decided. But if they had had a conversation and he didn't feel put upon, you know, it could have been a real eye-opening experience for the both of them. That's true, though. No, I'm I'm with you. But it's just like... I. I forgot about that yeah. little detail that Eric was the one that had to come to his apartment and be like, Rose, you got to move. Yeah. Well, because he and Annie were like beside themselves yeah. when they found out about her living yeah. there. And he totally used that against her mm-hmm. to get her to move out. Like, oh, my parents don't like it. Well, you guys are already having a problem because you guys are manipulating each other using Seriously. other people. Like, uh, we've already talked about enough about that shit. Oh, but- Yeah. Um, this relationship. Yeah. So, meanwhile, let's talk about Ruthie for a hot minute. Ruthie. <laughs> this bitch. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, she meets Maximilian. The hell was that name? Rogue. Rogue? Rogue? I don't know. <laughs> That's the actor's name. I don't know what the character's name I is. I can't remember. Maximilian something. Hello, Mike. Ozzy? Oh, no. I was trying to do a Scottish accent. Well, you're doing it badly. So are you. I'm from Edinburgh. You are not. I am. My name's Paul. Ruthie, I'm going to Edinburgh this summer to study. I'm sorry to hear that. Why, you don't think I like it? I don't think I like knowing that you're not going to be here. How old are you? I'm 16. I see. Is that your baby? No, that's my niece. This is Savannah. How old are you? I'm just 17, but I go to college at Glenoak. My parents thought it might be nice if we got to spend a year or two in sunny California. Well, I'll be here for another two weeks. So would you like to come out with me next weekend? Hold it, buddy. That's our sister. Shut up. Okay, next weekend. You can go with us if you like. We can? Sure, it's not as if I'd be kissing your sister on the first date or anything. Martin who? Yeah. <laughs> Martin who? <laughs> yeah, bye, Martin. Damn, Ruthie. Get it, girl. Yeah. Hello, mate. What is that, though? Oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't even skip a beat. Aussie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. No. Also, she says, oh, no. Yeah. Like, like Phoebe. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> The way she says it is such a Phoebe moment. Oh, no. <laughs> Someone was watching Friends. <laughs> um, Yeah. Uh-huh. I love the twins being all like, hey, buddy. That's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Great twins impression. It's horrible. I liked it. <laughs> it just really shut up. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you want to live, you'll shut up now. <laughs> um, so she does. She gives him her number. Mm-hmm. How old does he say he is? Seventeen. <laughs> Can't do it. <laughs> no, I want to go to Scotland. I know, right? I want to hear all the accents. Edinburgh. Oh, I miss it so much. That's one place I'd go back and back and back again to. That's what I hear. I loved it there. Yeah, it was so beautiful. Just like so much history wrapped up in like modern civilization mm-hmm. like i couldn't like you're just like walking down a street of like tourist trap shops and if you look down it's like the same stones from the 1800s you know <laughs> like what are we doing it's so mm-hmm. cool mm-hmm. um 
But anywho, so anywho. so she meets Maximilian, and uh, apparently she's into it. Oh, she's definitely into it. For at least two more weeks. Yeah. While he's here and she's still here. And then he's going back and she's going back. Yeah. Or going there. So they could potentially continue their romance. Yeah, maybe. In yeah. Edinburgh. <coughs> uh, I just... Oh, Ruthie. Well, I'm whatever. Let her get over Martin already. Well, and yeah, she is at this point. She has to be. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, he's not on the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. We're never going to see him again. I can't believe that's what they thought. I know. I think <sighs> I, I know. What a shame. Like, what a damn shame for the character of Martin. Yeah. I can't imagine... I'm assuming we're going to see him season 11. And no, we know we are. We've yeah. already talked about this. But like... But he didn't know that. And the audience didn't know that. No way. And Ruthie didn't know that. I, <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yep. Nothing's going to happen between those we'll two. See. I know. It's such a bummer. Imagine we come back in season 11 and she's with Maximilian. <laughs> She just might be. That would be so amazing. Or she might have like, you know, a few I boyfriends. Guess, I guess Dave Franco never went anywhere. <laughs> oh, seriously, dude. Oh, man, this show's so good at that. Well, what hey. is the point of any of that shit, dude? God damn it. Like, what a disservice to the character of Ruthie. Imagine, though, in, in the next episode, the final moments is like every single one of her ex-boyfriends shows up. <laughs> oh, Peter. Peter, Martin, Dave Franco, Jack sam check yeah that'd be so funny (laughs) wait yeah yeah. you're like no 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 it wouldn't (laughs) it'd be sad actually damn it martin i know oh the boy that got away no really he did though yeah (laughs) (laughs) he really just got away (laughs) i don't know what happened but he's like peace i'm done so oh and then this is like not really anything but the twins want her to draw mustaches on them yeah. like she used to. Yeah. And I'm like, when, when is this ever a thing? We never saw an episode with them no. having mustaches on. No. And then, of course, okay, the moment you saw the marker, did you think, okay, that's a Sharpie, isn't it? It didn't Not- occur to me. Yeah. I was just like, well, these these better come off before tomorrow. But it never occurred to me that they would make it a joke that, that they didn't. Yeah. Um. So... Oh, what I was going to say is while she's drawing the mustaches on the twins, though, she has a flashback of her own to when she and Simon were training Happy to do tricks. Yeah. And so she would do them so that Happy would have something to copy. I'm not sentimental. All right, go on. (laughs) I'm not emotional about this. It worked on me, man. (laughs) And I remember us covering that episode, too, when she's like, when he calls her, when Happy calls Happy a genius. Yeah. Sorry, when Simon Simon calls calls Happy Happy. a genius. Yeah. And Ruthie's like making a face like, (laughs) and he's like, what? You're not a genius. Yeah. (laughs) And she's like, yes, I am. (laughs) So cute. They were so cute. And I'm looking at the camera quality. Oh, so much worse. I'm like, HD, baby. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Not even HD. I think it was digital. Yeah. I think, no, never mind. I don't need, I'm making it up. What do I know about TV? But yeah, that was much worse in the 90s than in the 2000s. Good. Um, But yeah, just just seeing all these flashbacks Mm -hmm. to like baby Ruthie and like 10 year old simon yeah. and i'm just like oh my god how far we've come dude yeah 
and seeing like, Matt being like parent number three in that first flashback okay, was his hair that long ever that crazy yeah i was so into it and now i'm looking at it and i'm just like Ugh. <laughs> it's like so much it's weird that i think that haircut was for like me that long hairdo that he had yeah. i think might have been like the first three episodes or and then, he, and then it was cut yeah yeah dude. and then it just like right out of his yeah, collarbone yeah because yeah. yeah, that hair was like damn i was out of control yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit was. It insane. was so sweet, though. All these little flashbacks. Like, what a cute way to do it, too. Because they weren't, they weren't super like poignant flashbacks. It wasn't like one to one comparisons of like, oh, see, history is repeating itself. Yeah, like, the things that are happening now were happening then. There was some of that, like with Simon Prey yeah. and whatever. But then I think with Ruthie, for example, drawing mustaches and then reminiscing on tr- yeah. doing tricks with Happy, that that had nothing to do with anything. It was just her reminiscing on like times when she was their age, yeah, and the hijinks that they would get into, and like them being together, you know. Yeah, oh, it was man. really sweet. I loved, I loved these little flashback moments. But my favorite flashback, or the the reason, not my favorite flashback, but I want to say. I like how it led to the flashback was Ruthie when Kevin comes in and she goes cramps and he walks back out. (laughs) All I said was cramps. (laughs) It's so I loved it. And it leads to to, Lucy telling the story of when she first got her period, how she's trying to be a woman like she's uh, like doing a headstand waiting for I don't know what to drop. (laughs) Yeah. what to draw and i really love that touch of because um because ruthie's on her period right so she's she like eric is talking to her and he's like oh you don't look so good and she's like cramps and he's like oh can i do anything and she's like we can pick up tampons yeah and he's like that's right regular no perfume whatever like he knows all the things it's not even awkward or embarrassing it's just like he's there he's he's gonna do it and i loved that little moment because it calls back to that first episode mm-hmm. when he's trying to tell Lucy like it's chill dude like I did this for Mary like yeah. it's all good like it's not embarrassing I'm your dad whatever uh-huh. and here we are 10 years later he's doing it for Ruthie like mm-hmm. it's like not even a thing you know it was really sweet to yeah. see that full circle moment like I appreciate that it's not a thing but I still found it creepy when Mary <sighs> goes okay tell him oh I know and she like pushes Lucy forward I'm a woman now. Which, no, and then she doesn't even say anything. Yeah, that's true. Eric's like, oh, or am con- I to assume that congratulations are in order? And she like nods. And he's like, oh, okay, well, that's exciting. That's an important time in your life. How about you and Mary and your mom go out to dinner, like my treat? And and then he like sticks his hand out for her to shake it. Yeah. Like, this is the most awkward exchange mm-hmm. between father and daughter ever in the history yeah. of exchanges. Like, I still found that really weird. Yeah. But, like, I'm like, it wasn't cute then, it ain't cute now. <laughs> but what is cute is Ruthie standing on her head. Yeah. And Eric being like, don't grow up too fast. Yeah. <laughs> but I like it whenever she's like, you want to get me tampons? Like, she just keeps egging, like, Kevin, yeah. like, want to get me tampons? He's like, oh, come on, why does she keep doing that? I love it. Oh, my God. But and then, Lucy, and then when, though. Right. Just, she's like, why do you keep doing that tip? <laughs> No, but what I love is like 
because it's after that scene that Simon then comes over to Lucy's to yeah. confide in him about the fact that Rose might be pregnant, right? Mm-hmm. And and Lucy's like, okay, well, you don't know she's pregnant. Like, she could just be really stressed out because of the wedding or whatever. Yeah. Essentially trying to, like, find an excuse for why she could be late, right? Uh-huh. And Kevin's standing there and he's like, yeah, this conversation makes me uncomfortable when it's not about my wife and like walks away. And I'm like, okay, so you're all cool about hearing Lucy's menstrual cycle period yeah. talk. But as soon as it's about someone else, you can't handle it. Like, he's so weird. Yeah. Kevin is such a weirdo. He is. He is. It's, oh, God. I don't know what Brenda was thinking. <laughs> he's a trip and a half, dude. I don't know what she was thinking. Maybe she wasn't. Whatever. <laughs> And so they decide that they're not going to tell the sex of their baby yeah. until the graduation mm-hmm. where they can all be together and they can all share in the happy news. Yeah. And plus they don't want to steal any focus from the wedding and stuff. Yeah. So Kevin is convinced it's a boy. Mm-hmm. He's convinced everyone else too that it's a boy. Yeah. Lucy's like, just like, okay, whatever it is, it is. It's fine. Yeah. Except Eric goes, he's like, it's a girl. Cause you know, he would have said it by now if it was a boy. Cause he's all excited about it. Oh, afterwards, you mean? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like after that, after they don't say anything after their appointment, Kevin's yeah. like, I mean, Eric's like, well, so it's probably a girl because he would be too excited to not say if it was a boy or whatever. This family. I mean, I get it. But it's like, why do you need to know so bad? They'll tell you and they tell you. Who gives yeah. a shit? Like, whatever. Um, oh, yeah. What is it? Gender reveal or sex reveal parties weren't a thing then. They were not a thing then. They were I do not. like that they use the proper term the sex of the baby yeah instead of the gender of the baby yeah that pisses me off when people call it gender like mm-hmm. it's not gender gender is a social construct get over it people yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so that's kind of, oh no okay so then i was like that's all that happens right no nah. no so meanwhile so everyone's at this rehearsal dinner simon and rose have not showed up yeah cut to the camden kitchen where the two of them are having a huge ass fucking fight. Yeah. You told everyone in your family? Yes, you told everyone in your family. Yeah, but it's about me. Uh, guys, they're waiting. It's not about you. If we're having a baby, it's about us. If? What do you mean if? Oh, you think I'm lying, don't you? Uh, maybe you could finish this in the car. I don't think you're lying. I think there's a really easy way to find out one way or another, and you're being totally unreasonable. I don't want to know, okay? I really don't want to know. What I want to know is that you'll marry me either way. I will marry you either way. So it's settled. Uh, Let's go, why don't we? You don't sound too happy about it. Neither do you. Oof. Yeah. Just call it off. Just call it off. Please just call it off. If they have to fight this much about the whole goddamn thing, it's like the writing's on the wall, kids. Just see it for what it is. Yeah. Like... Why are they so afraid to admit to each other? I don't understand. And honestly, the way she's talking, it does feel like this baby thing is a trap. Because he's not wrong. Like, yeah. it's not happening to just her. It's happening to them. And why not? No. Yeah. yeah. Like, the fact that she refuses to find out for sure feels a little bit like a trap. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know how else to feel about it. It seems unreasonable that she doesn't want to find out. And I almost. Yeah, because it sounds like you're like leverage. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it does come down to. Ultimately, it shouldn't matter. And I think that's her point, right? Is like marry me anyway, because it doesn't matter whether I'm pregnant or not. 
But if it doesn't matter, then find out. Yeah. You True. know? True. I don't know. They're just what a couple are they of good idiots. For? <laughs> They're not. They're not good for anything. So over it. <laughs> this is the problem with two parters. We've always talked about this. Is like part one is so stupid. Like nothing happens in it. Yeah. And then part two is when all the good stuff happens. And of course, this part two is particularly more interesting because it's the finale so the finale (laughs) Um, and are they gonna get married or not i mean it just to me it it just i also think it's not insignificant that umberto is there for this fight uh yeah like i i wouldn't be surprised if we pick up right where we left off in the next episode like in this kitchen with these two still fighting Mm. and umberto being there yeah it's it's so uncomfortable knowing that umberto is there though but for who? For him? Yeah, for yeah. Umberto, it's uncomfortable. But like, just in general, like if you think about it, look, wha- you need a referee. I don't get it. Like, <laughs> why? <whoa. laughs> yeah, yeah. When you're arguing, no one is ever present. It's just you two. Well, and it's also like a testament to how little of a threat Simon thinks he is that yeah. he's willing to have this conversation, like this argument in yeah. front of him. Like, True. He's not thinking anything other than Umberto's a good friend. Yeah. You know, which I don't know, man. Keep your enemies close, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's rate this puppy. Uh, Unless you have any stray observations or I thoughts. don't have any. It's weird. Now I sound like Sam and David. <laughs> um It's weird. It's a weird I don't know. I uh, See, the flashbacks were kind of cute, but that's all it does. Okay, nothing. No. Two Two, thumbs down? I think so. Interesting. I think so. Yeah. Interesting. I don't disagree, but I... mm, No, I'm I'm, I'm with you, actually. I'm with you. This is just a not good episode. Yeah. There's really nothing to it. Yeah. I think it's just setting it up. It relies too heavily on the flashbacks, if Mm -hmm. I'm being honest. Like, it's a lot of flashbacks. And... And again, they're not all like necessarily poignant ones, like yeah. to where it helps illustrate a point. Mm-hmm. And the rest of it that's taking place in real time is like just meh. Like meh. I don't care about Rose's parents' dramas. Mm-hmm. Like, and really, there's nothing else. Like, okay, so Ruthie meets Maximilian, and then what happens? Nothing. Mm-hmm. That's really all that happens in this episode. That's true. So yeah, I'm gonna have to give it two thumbs down too. Mm. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You kind of done goofed it on this one. <laughs> Fake series finale or not, you done yeah. goofed it. <laughs> series finale or not? Oh God, so true, <laughs> so true. Um, all right, folks, that's gonna do it for us. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on social media at For Heaven's Sake Pod or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. I will I would like to remind you all that we will be recording the season recap episode very shortly. Mm-hmm. So if you have any questions or thoughts that you'd like us to consider or read or ponder during the recap, send those in to For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com now. Um, also keep in mind that this is 
the next to last season. <laughs> yeah. So there's very few chances for recaps after this. Um, uh, yeah, it's true. So good stuff. Um, also, if you're so inclined, you can head over to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod. That's the number for heaven's sake pod, where you can subscribe <laughs> to one of two tiers. Um, and until next time, bye. Bye.